Good morning and welcome to Simply Space. It's Monday, February 26th. On today's show, experimental drugs grown in space return to Earth for analysis and Gilmore Space Technologies embarks on a $36 million journey to the stars. Plus, NASA's asteroid-impacting DART mission completely changed the shape of its target. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply Space. We start off with an intriguing package that has recently returned to Earth from space. The capsule from the W-1 mission, an orbital platform manufactured by Varda Space Industries, landed at the Utah Test and Training Range. The payload? Antiviral drugs grown in the microgravity environment of low Earth orbit. Here with more on this is Abby, a correspondent for Simply Space. Can you tell us more about this mission and its significance? Certainly, David. Varda Space Industries, founded in 2020 by former SpaceX employees and Silicon Valley venture capitalists, is part of the growing space industry that's capitalizing on the decreasing cost of sending payloads to space. Their vision is to develop pharmaceuticals and other products in space and return them to Earth using their proprietary re-entry capsules. Traditionally, research in microgravity was limited to astronauts aboard the International Space Station. But with the advent of reusable rockets and rideshare programs, this is changing. That's fascinating. Can you explain how microgravity affects the production of these drugs? In microgravity, buoyancy, natural convection, sedimentation, and phase separation are dramatically altered. This can lead to the production of high-quality drugs with more perfect crystalline structures due to the absence of gravitational stresses. This could potentially improve the shelf life and effectiveness of these drugs. Varda's CEO, Will Bray, has likened the removal of gravity to changing the temperature knob on an oven, opening up a whole new world of possibilities. And what was the specific payload that the W-1 capsule brought back? The W-1 capsule which was launched in June 2023 atop a SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket, developed a drug known as ritonavir in space. Ritonavir is an antiviral medication used to treat HIV and hepatitis C. Now that the capsule has returned, Varda will transport it back to their facilities in Los Angeles for post-mission analysis, while the drug is shipped to their commercial partner. What's next for Varda Space Industries? Varda is preparing for its second launch, which is scheduled for this summer. The Ritonavir vials onboard the spacecraft will be shipped to their collaborators, Improved Pharma, for post-flight characterization. Additionally, data collected throughout the entirety of the capsule's flight will be shared with the Air Force and NASA under a contract Varda has with those agencies. That's certainly something to watch. Thanks, Abby. Speaking of things to watch, let's turn our attention to Gilmore Space a company making strides in the space industry with the development of the Eris launch vehicle. This three-stage rocket is designed to transport small to medium payloads into orbit, marking the company's commitment to democratizing space access. Here to delve deeper into this is Celeste, a correspondent for Simply Space. Can you tell us more about the Eris launch vehicle and its unique features? Certainly, David. The Eris rocket stands out due to its hybrid propulsion system. This system combines the safety and cost-effectiveness of solid fuel with the precision control of liquid fuel systems. 
According to Gilmore Space, this innovative approach could significantly reduce costs while enhancing mission flexibility and safety. That's quite intriguing. Now, Gilmore Space recently announced a successful Series D funding round. How does this impact the company's plans? Indeed, the company raised $55 million AUS, or about $36 million USDs, in its Series D funding round. This financial boost will help Gilmore Space in its strategic initiative to design, test, and launch rockets and satellites from the Bowen Orbital Spaceport in North Queensland. The funding round, led by Queensland Investment Corporation, is seen by many as a strong vote of confidence in Gilmore Space's mission and technological capabilities. What are the company's plans for the near future? Gilmore Space is planning a series of test flights and commercial launches starting in 2025. In fact, the company hopes to see the first test launch of Eris as soon as March or April. Once operational, the rocket is expected to be able to send up to 305 kilograms of payload into low Earth orbit. And how does Gilmore Space plan to position itself in the global space market? Gilmore Space is focusing on full-stack launch services and turnkey solutions, aiming to gain a competitive edge in a segment of the global space market that is currently underserviced. The company is also fostering partnerships and collaborations with industry leaders and government bodies, including the Australian Space Agency. These alliances are crucial for securing regulatory approvals, fostering research and development, and accessing potential contracts. Gilmore Space sees itself as not just an Australian success story, but a burgeoning international force in space services. That was quite a vision indeed. Thanks for sharing, Celeste. Speaking of visions, NASA's Double Asteroid Redirection Test, or DART, has made a significant impact on its target asteroid, Dimorphos. The mission, which aimed to test the feasibility of altering an asteroid's trajectory, has not only succeeded in its primary goal, but also appears to have reshaped the asteroid. Here to delve deeper into this is our correspondent from Simply Space. Can you tell us more about the DART mission and its results? Absolutely, David. The DART mission involved a kinetic impact on the moonlet Dimorphos, which orbits the larger asteroid Didymos. The goal was to see if such an impact could shift an asteroid's trajectory, a method that could be used to divert a space rock if it were on a collision course with Earth. Six months after the impact, NASA confirmed that the mission was successful, with Dimorphos's orbit time around Didymos reduced by 33 minutes. And what about the changes to the shape of Dimorphos? New research shows that the impact may have significantly altered the shape of Dimorphos. The asteroid, which is believed to be a loose, rubble-pile asteroid, appears to have undergone what's called global deformation. This process would have reshaped Dimorphos and caused the exterior of the moonlet to be resurfaced with material from its interior. The simulations suggest that between 0.5% and 1% of Dimorphos' mass was ejected as a result of the DART impact while 8% of its mass was redistributed. What implications does this have for future asteroid exploration missions or asteroid collision mitigation strategies? These findings could significantly inform the development of future asteroid exploration missions and asteroid collision mitigation strategies. The fact that small, rubble-pile asteroids like Dimorphos can be efficiently deflected suggests that the kinetic impactor technique could be a suitable deflection mechanism. However, a reconnaissance mission would likely be necessary to accurately assess an asteroid's properties before attempting deflection. 
What's next for the team behind this research? The researchers plan to compare their simulation results to data collected by the upcoming European Space Agency's Dimorphos visiting mission, HERA. This will help validate and refine their models. They also plan to extend their analysis to a broader range of asteroid types and shapes, which will enhance the robustness of their predictions for planetary defense and contribute to a more comprehensive understanding of asteroid mechanics and composition. James, thanks for that significant update on our understanding of asteroids. Speaking of asteroids, NASA's OSIRIS Apex asteroid probe is back online after a close pass by the sun. The probe had been on a two-month hiatus as it moved closer to the sun than it was designed to operate, on its way to encounter the asteroid Apophis. Here to discuss this further is Michael, a correspondent for Simply Space. Can you tell us more about this close encounter and what it means for the mission? Certainly, David. The OSIRIS Apex spacecraft came closest to the sun on January 2nd. This was the first of seven such approaches, or perihelions, before it can reach its target asteroid in 2029. For the past two months, the spacecraft had tucked in one of its two solar panels to protect its most sensitive instruments, limiting its power and ability to communicate back home. But NASA has now received enough information from the probe to determine it seems to be performing well. What kind of risks did this close approach pose to the spacecraft? The main concern was whether the sun's intense heat damaged part of the probe's surface or components, which could later hinder its performance. Computer simulations done in preparation of this perihelion suggested the readjusted solar panel would keep the probe from overheating. However, anytime you take a piece of spaceflight hardware beyond the design criteria, you incur risk. What's next for the OSIRIS Apex probe? The probe's second of seven perihelions is scheduled for September 1st. Originally, the OSIRIS Apex probe was designed to collect a sample from another asteroid named Bennu. That mission, named OSIRIS-REx, was a success, delivering double the amount of material expected. Since the spacecraft had remaining fuel after its Bennu encounter, NASA decided to fly it on a one-way journey to Apophis, an asteroid thought to be left over from the solar system's birth 4.6 billion years ago. When is the probe expected to reach Apophis? OSIRIS Apex is expected to arrive at Apophis in April 2029. Although Apophis is classified as a potentially hazardous near-Earth asteroid, NASA has ruled out any threat from the space rock for at least a century. That's certainly something to look forward to. Thanks for that report, Michael. And with that, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply Space. We'll see you back here tomorrow.